0: Welcome back to C3. Oh, I messed up. I just looked straight <laughs> at Jordan like, bitch, why didn't you talk? I'm your host, Colin. And I'm Jordan. Grab a cocktail and have a seat while we talk about some crime and our crippling depression. What's getting crippling depression today, Jordan? you looking at me like I'm stupid.
1: We <laughs> didn't even finish your words. I just... He looked at me like, "Bitch, you're missing your cue. <laughs> Go." No, bitch. Like this is more edit Q. time. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, nothing. My nail lady fucking popped off all my shit, so I'm. Oh yeah. Delicious. Just. Living it up. Degree
0: over. of serving, serving ten. You guys
1: don't even know. These <laughs> things are flaming. They're really good. They're Halloween's, but yeah, I really don't have anything. I have an extra long weekends, so I'm cool. What about you?
0: I also have an extra long weekend because I think I got off Thursday morning technically because I work overnights now, so now I was off Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, and yeah. tonight. But I go back in tomorrow. Ew. It's close. Just, just a little bit, yeah. but it's
1: fine. We love you. you We're still
0: Oh yeah, it's good. You I can't. Off I don't think I can talk about it much on here. Other yeah, than definitely not. I work there, and it's gonna be an adjustment. Yeah. The end. So we are doing Spooky for the next two episodes, which we're recording both back-to-back at the moment. Our new, I would say our official now recording place is Jordan's house. So occasionally Mm -hmm. there's background noise, and we're just going to vibe and live with what that is because I found a software that will eliminate that soon once we have the money for it. So I'm going first today, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to... Is this going to be quick? Because Jordan said her case is a little bit longer and I procrastinate like a motherfucker. So buried behind the St. James Episcopal Church in Wilmington, North Carolina is the body of Samuel Jocelyn Jr. There is no tombstone with a name and the records indicate that he was buried in 1810. One night, he and his best friend Alexander Hosler, also known as Sandy was his nickname, got onto the topic of death and the afterlife, and they decided to make a pact that whoever died first would come back and contact the survivor. Samuel went on to marry a woman named Mary Ann Sampson, and on March 16, 1810, the couple got into a fight and Samuel stormed off. The weather conditions were poor at the time, and his family did put together a search party. However, They didn't find him until two days later in a swamp, and he was in four inches of ice-cold water. It wasn't long after that his grieving friends and family laid him to rest. The same night of the funeral, Sandy saw an apparition of Samuel. He spoke and told Sandy to dig up his body. He had assumed that the apparition was just a product of his grief. However, the apparition appeared two more times. Both times, it's like dig bitch. up my body like Undo i me. said what i said
1: i didn't stutter any of the times <laughs> i've been here
0: and sandy looked to louis tumor for advice and was reminded of the pack that the two had made and louis thought that it was samuel trying it sandy to dig it up so that way he could show them proof of the afterlife or something like that and it but took sir, some... you're just
1: unearthing a dead body if you do that
0: but he thinks
1: that I mean, like, Samuel walking.
0: had some kind of proof in there. Yeah. Um. However, after some convincing, the two eventually made their way to the graveyard at night and upon opening the coffin they realized Samuel was not dead that the night that they found him in the swamp, but he had been buried alive and was now actually deceased, had bloody stumps and bones exposed and a look of terror because he was trying to escape from the coffin for the three days that he was in there.
1: I think homie knew he wasn't dead. Put him in the coffin, and that's why we was seeing him because he had guilt. Maybe double feature. It
0: is eighteen ten, so it's not like they had.
1: They're like, yeah, <laughs> look it, put him in the ground, <laughs> and
0: basically it. Yeah. yeah. After we worked really hard for a long <laughs> five minutes and ten seconds, we took a quick meal break and i am now gonna hand it off to jordan
1: you worked really hard you guys you don't even understand
0: and like, we're drinking really nothing at the moment but jordan said at some point we were gonna have chocolate martinis
1: yeah i figure you get through the first one so and i will we'll be, a be like vibed, vibe you know so i'm covering the the bell witch um it's apparently like america's greatest ghost story this from is Tennessee. one of my
0: favorite stories on the planet
1: i don't think we're thinking of the same thing but it's okay
0: okay okay we'll see oh took a French fry out. Sorry, everybody.
1: Someone's going to be so mad at you.
0: (laughs) Danielle's going to be like, God damn it. I fucking hate it here.
1: (laughs) So a little bit of backstory about the Bell family. John Bell was born in Halifax County, North Carolina in... 1750. He was the son of William Bell and Ann Jones, and in 1782, John married Lucy Williams, daughter of a prominent farmer named John Williams. Um, and the Bells bought a farm in Edgecombe County, and they began assuming their wealth and influence from this point on.
0: Mm-hmm. Continue.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, we got to start recording this. So By people the way, this is you d- look at me. The last, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it is out of pocket. <laughs> yeah. There's Today, no need to look at me like that. And
0: then I asked her if she wanted another sip of the coffee that I got. And she said no. So I was like, don't talk to me anymore. So this they... is, we're being disbanded after this. We will this not have the, we're a not... world tour reunion. No
1: chocolate martinis. No other episodes. We're done. I'm over it.
0: No, it's because this is exactly the story that I thought it was.
1: Oh, well, I figured when I got the face I got. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1804, at that time, it was consisting of John, Lucy, and their children, Jesse, John, Benjamin, Esther, Zadick, Elizabeth, and Richard Williams, where they built a house. Oh, my God. Had a farm with, I know so many kids. I can't
0: even imagine.
1: Yeah. But they started a farm with a 1,000 acres, and it was located um, on the Red River in Robertson County. And Benjamin died as a young child. Zadick became a prominent lawyer and moved to Mississippi, where he also died relatively young. Um, Jesse... People
0: thinking they can just drive shit in the public road and be loud when we are recording.
1: How dare they? Don't they know? We have the whole, like, broadcasting light on.
0: if the people attending the Renaissance tour can unmute... So
1: can America. (laughs) (laughs) But Jesse married Martha Gunn. John Bell Jr. married Elizabeth, who was also um, the daughter of Reverend Thomas Gunn the other son's daughter like they married in that family hard okay because it was all their kids and he became a successful farmer in robertson county and um jury never married but he owned a farm on the north side of the red river and elizabeth eventually married her former teacher richard powell i don't even want to get in how creepy that is um they what's the age
0: gap because i guess it depends
1: (sighs) i don't know but i don't like it It it's creepy
0: wait what year was this this is like the 1800s. Yeah, so people only lived till they were like 20, so maybe he was only. Like- so
1: actually, that thing is really skewed because it like includes like short infant deaths, and there was a lot of babies dying in those times. True. So I mean, the scale's kind of off. They probably could have lived like 60. And that was probably the max, but she was probably literally 11 <laughs> when he was like, mm, yeah, so baby, she shouldn't be married to anybody. Yeah, dude, literally. <laughs> Um, their son, Richard, he was married three times, um, once to Sally Gunn, then to Elisa Mm Orndorff. That is so butchered. I was really struggling on it. (laughs) So he lived out his life in Robertson and then their youngest child, Joel, Albert, married twice, and then he moved to Springfield. So he was like, peace out, bitches. So despite them basically having quote unquote, like the family trouble, which is like children dying or issues with like children's relationships because I was a no-no at the time. They all still did really well financially and, like, out in the public. So the origin of the actual bell witch is kind of like a mystery. In early accounts, the ghost provides its origin, stating, I'm a spirit, I was once happy, and I've been disturbed, and made unhappy. I'm the spirit of a person who is buried in the woods nearby, and the grave was disturbed, and my bones... Disinter... disinterred? Like, disintegrated, but disinterred? I can't send help. Mm -hmm. Dissentered, like that's old english maybe yeah i'm deciding it's old english anyway i think it's supposed to be like disinterred and scattered and one of my teeth was lost under this house i'm here looking for that tooth of course can't be verified also homegirl really gave them a whole preach she said, this is exactly who I am and my story, and do not test me. <laughs> I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> Literally. She was like, you're going to hear me out, please, and thank you. <laughs> so in another event, um, the witch claimed to be a spirit from everywhere, heaven, hell, earth. I'm the same as air, the houses, any place, anytime, I've created for millions of years. Me too. So once again, really telling them... People, I'm that bitch. Mm-hmm. Try me again. Oh, wee. You think you're special? Oh my god! I just—that's a whole mouthful. Like that's a lot, <laughs> especially from a ghost. Be like, damn. Okay.
0: All of a sudden, a microphone just falls, <laughs> from, falls the ceiling. from the ceiling.
1: <laughs> like, end. So the first appearance of the unusual disturbances that surrounded the family um, was reported as an incident on the farm. Where John Bell fired a shot at a dog-like creature, which vanished, and Drury and Betsy also began to see strange creatures near the property. These sightings, accompanied by the strange sounds around the house, started freaking people so out. So,
0: just to confirm, it was them moving there that disturbed her, and supposedly
1: body. yes. Okay. And then they had like 25 fucking children, and so. that's a lot of noise. I'd be pissed <laughs> as hell. So her tooth was underneath the house, but she was all over the place in the woods. Okay,
0: but then little fucking kids was making too much noise. and She She was uh, like,
1: I'm already disturbed, and you're really (laughs) fucking my shit up. I'm trying to get my beauty sleep, bounce my ass at the club, and you're fucking up my sketch. I mean, she really meant that shit. So after this, they started to hear unaccounted for knocking at the door's windows, the sound of wings flapping against the ceiling, which is uncomfy as shit. The sounds of rat gnawing on the bedpost, which is also creepy as shit. I would no, kill myself would immediately dead <clears throat> over. But even worse, the sound of choking and strangling could be heard um, along with chains and heavy objects hitting the floor. Well,
0: she said, you disturb my sleep. You I'm getting disturbed.
1: disturbed. So sleep of y'all, y'all, y'all not gonna goodness. get no sleep because of me. Um, the sounds emanating from the bedroom as if the beds were quote unquote suddenly being roughly pulled apart to which added to the sounds of fighting dogs chained together making noises deafening like it was just a lot of shit and all like the case sources of the noise was never found um no rats were found on the home despite thorough ser- searching and no damage to the furniture was ever discovered and during these demonstrations the family refused to speak of the events to their neighbors so, like while all this shit was happening they were like mm ain't nobody gonna be able to tell us we put the devil in our living room. Like, they're, like, not about it. So as the spirit activity increased, sometimes physically abusing the members in the family, Joel, Richard, and especially Betsy were subjected to being struck, pinched, and having their hair pulled relentlessly by the Bell Witch. So she's, like, really fucking loud. So Lucy Bell and John Jr. were left relatively unharmed by the Witch. Lucy was proclaimed by the spirit to be the most perfect woman living, and the witch showed a great deal of compassion toward her, even caring for her and singing to her while she was ill. John Jr. had a long, intense um, conversations with the witch, but he never failed to show his animosity for it, declaring the spirit to be the spirit of the damned. So she was like, y'all pretty cool. We could be friends if I was still alive, and y'all didn't disturb my sleep sometimes. (laughs) So there were times where they were all reverends, that the spirit would recite his whole sermon while it happened 12 miles away. So she, like, basically was following them.
0: Okay, so she knew what was up. Yeah,
1: she was like, oh, you gonna go preach? I'm coming.
0: You y- gonna hear y- me. <laughs> but she would
1: recite it even better than he did disturbed, when he first performed yeah, it.
0: disturbed her once, and she's like, I'm to follow you everywhere. <laughs> everywhere
1: you go, you ain't safe. So a family friend, William Porter, claimed that the witch climbed in the bed with him allowing him the opportunity to seize the quote-unquote spirit in the bedclothes and admitted to throwing it into the fire, saying only the immense weight and terrible smell of it prevented him from succeeding. Confused. So I really don't...
0: So basically, like, it weighed too much, and then he said the smell, so he let go before he could throw it into the fire?
1: (sighs) I don't know. It seems like trying to just, like, burn it. But then he was like, this shit's stinky and dropped it. Yeah, I don't know. Just very, um, strange. So, the witch also had a dislike for the family, slaves, tormenting them, relentlessly, beating them, and refusing to allow them into the house, which, like, everybody else did that. Like, she wasn't special, but, like, go off, I guess, make her sound dramatic. That was everybody. Like, quite literally. So I don't know why they made that such a big deal, but whatever, racist people, we got you. A bell slave named Dean stated that he encountered the witch several times and it appeared frequently in the form of a large black dog or a wolf and sometimes with two heads and sometimes no head at all. He also claimed to be turned into a mule and attacked several times by the witch. Um, He carried with him at all times his axe and a quote unquote witch ball made by his wife as protection from the witch's influence. I
0: have a witch ball in my living
1: room. What is it? What is it? Hmm? What's it do? Like Mine's just...
0: basically, I got it because it was pretty, but it's like uh. a plastic um, Christmas ornament, Ones that you can fill, and it's filled with all kinds of stuff for like protection and peace and oh, happiness nice. in the house. Is the protection and peace and happiness <laughs> in the room with us? No.
1: <laughs> not at all. Um, so the visitors and neighbors were not immune from the witch's presence either. In one instance, the witch said three dogs on traveling shakers who never traveled by the farm again. So there's people going by, and they were like, "Hiya, fucking bite your ankles off, bitch. <laughs> so in another incident, the neighbor, the husband of Esther Bell and Bennett Porter, um, fired a shot into a log that had been conjured upon by the witch, and she struck the bark and cut into do it. But that vanished, and only the tree bent and the bullet hole remained. That really confused the shit out of me. I don't think I read any of those words right. I
0: don't know. I think they just... Or clearly unprepared to go to battle with whatever she is.
1: Period. <laughs> I'm just like, huh? And she
0: conjured a log. I'm going to shoot it.
1: Yeah, I'd like, I just...
0: And she's probably just standing there like, okay, Anne. Do it again.
1: <laughs> so John Bell and Patsy Bell seem to be the two most frequently abused by the witch. The reason was unclear, but she adamantly, like did not like them being together she was like fuck these kids you're not gonna be together fuck you
0: fuck your kids too literally also i want you to know and those listening i got like the frosty coffee that wendy's has and it's normally not amazing and i have to doctor it up but i told you i should be good i'm upset a whole pippy long pussy into this this time (laughs) because
1: it is so
0: (laughs) good Pippi
1: Long Pussy. Oh, my fucking God. Pippi Long Pussy. Oh, my God. That was a religious experience. (laughs) So, anywho, Betsy and Joshua frequently reported um, ruthless taunts, physical abuse. um, But they remained attached. And she put off marriage, though, in the fear of the spirit like really fucking him up the witches on text on betsy were not at all related to her relationship with gardner and the constant threat of the witch began to affect her to the point where she started having fainting spells smothering sensations and often appearing exhausted or lifeless her expressions were not confined to the bell property either the rest of the family often attempted to give her some relief and family friend frank miles promised to protect her from any further abuse by the spirit
0: i don't understand how you expect to do that but also did like, they not like holla at anybody else like no. a priest or a fucking no they really just said let's go they, yeah I was gonna say watch they ask someone else who practices to help them and then they burn the bitch at the stake literally they that's them why them. they're like <laughs> we hanging
1: out here <laughs> there were also priests like the reverend's preachers so I mean they had the people in the community but it was just like huh <laughs> also how does this guy think he's gonna protect our I don't know. I just... Mm. Betsy said that Frank was the most powerful man any of us had ever saw and just as fearless as any living man. One time he said to me, come sit by me, little sister. Nothing will bother you while I'm here. The rich responded, you go home. You do no good here. And the witch began abusing Betsy, slapping her, pulling her hair, before turning on Miles, knocking him over and pissing him the fuck off. She continued to endure the spirit's abuse after calling off the marriage to Gardner, and she was eventually courted and married to her, the former school teacher, Richard Powell. Mm. Ew. <laughs> just a little bit. I know, I'm just like, gross. So on the center of goals, the Bell Witch was like set on John Bell's death, quote unquote, old Jack Bell, as the spirit called him, and blasted with curses, he needs starts, and physical torments. And as his abuse continued, it impacted his fucking psyche as it would. So on December 19th, 1820, John Bell failed to leave his bed. So John Jr. went to the cupboard to retrieve the medicine for him. And instead of being the three medicine vials, he only found one. It was full of a, like a dark, smoky liquid that they don't know where it came from. Probably someone's shoe They were spitting in that bitch and we're like, we're done. But the voice of the witch gloated and said, it's useless for you to try to relieve old Jack. I have got him this time. He will never get up from that bed again. She claimed to the vial that she gave old Jack a big dose of last night while he was fast asleep, which fixed him. The contents of the vial were then thrown into a fire, which erupted into a blue blaze. So what kind of fucking meth are they cooking? I need to know. I will never know, but I need to know. This is going to be my new Roman Empire. What was in this vial? i don't know what roman empire is uh, how men are obsessed with the roman empire so everybody's like what's the girl's roman empire what do you mean straight men are like obsessed with the roman empire for some reason i didn't know that yeah i didn't either until tiktok No, did. yeah unfortunately i landed on that side for like one video and i was like <gasps> never again and someone the other day who <laughs> happens to be a conspiracy
0: theorist was like you watch a lot of vikings don't you because of my hair and i was like no i've never seen it he's like, Oh good, because whoever made the show, is a lot of people who don't know anything about what happened. And I'm like, it's giving white supremacists, but go off, King.
1: Thank you. Appreciate (laughs) it. But he died December 20th, um, and the Bell Witch crashed his funeral by disturbing the service and singing um, gross drinking songs. So she really served cunt all the way to the end. What are
0: gross drinking
1: songs? I'm guessing like shit like... Pop that pussy. Yeah, but, like something um, like that, basically. But in the olden days, toss line titties in a circle, <laughs> one eighty degrees for me, girl. She took her ankle out and showed. Give your a ankle bit. a shimmy, <laughs> some shit like that. But yeah, basically the hoe just like tortured them forever. lived to cause a man's death. Told that girl, don't marry your high school sweetheart. Fuck that boy.
0: There was a something about her saying, "I will be back." on this exact day, like, this many years really? from now. And um, I looked it up to see if one of the family members... Like, there are family members still alive. Yeah, that's If crazy. she'd ever come back, and she, never, she hasn't come back. So I'm just like... You know, it's one of those things where you're like, was it real, or, like... Really making it up for clout? Because wasn't, I think, the Amityville, that one was all clout, correct?
1: Yeah. He just wanted to be famous. hmm
0: But it'd be kind of cool if she did not to, like, torture them. Because I, like, I don't want that. But like, <laughs> she'd be, be like, like,
1: you've awoken me again, <laughs> and it's not your fault, but it's mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, yeah. So we are, um, Danielle's villain origin story is starting because she's kicking <laughs> us out. <laughs> as opposed to us kicking her out the one time. And... I'm not gonna go over the three tiers, but just know that they exist. We have a Patreon. We would greatly Give me appreciate $2 new and listeners I'll if you're listening. Show you my toes. Tell someone about it, and we will see you in like 10 minutes for another spooky episode. And period. And
1: that's a murder.
0: I'm not really covering a case. I ventured and went over to Reddit.
1: And live, love, love.
0: And that's on murder.
1: Period. Mm-hmm.